Welcome to the Story Brigade. Yay! <laughs> I said it right that time. You did. Good job. Perfect. We're... Here we talk about stories. Yes. In weird combinations. Weird combinations. Yeah. 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 Stories. Stories. <laughs> High five. High five. See you on the other side. And welcome and back to the Story <laughs> This is another special episode because we have a, a guest. We have Phil oh. McCabe. I'm yes. special? Oh. Yes. So special. Yes. And, oh. and, and just to be clear, this is a different Phil than the other Phil we had on. Um, there is no other Phil. But you're, no, you're right. You're right. no sorry. lesser. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. There, is, there is no other Phil. This is, this is the, the one true Phil. The one and only Phil. <laughs> um, Phil McCabe. Yep. Uh, so, we really appreciate you being here. Yeah. Well, no, we'll, I'm we'll, glad to be part of it. Thank you for inviting me. Well, welcome to the brigade. It seems like, as as with most of them are, it's like, oh, this is a person who's a huge film fan and knows story. <laughs> and so that's, <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah. And, and I feel like this is how our conversations usually just end up anyway. So like, why not this record is true. it as a podcast? Yeah, right? true. We, we either talk about movies that could be, or we argue about The Last Jedi for six hours. So either <laughs> way. Yes. yes, but I'm glad we're on the same page about The Last Jedi. Oh, you are. are aren't we? Did you? Aren't we? Are we? I can't remember who's on my Positive. side anymore. It's, it's become such a culture war. No, we are on the wrong, the right side about the last Jedi. You and I. Both. Okay, good, good. Uh, we yeah, argue yeah, with other know. people. You, you just and I team it up for six hours. I, I unfortunately yes. just know that you have a strong opinion, and I forget which side. <laughs> uh, the, the right side. That's yes. the answer to that okay. question. Okay. Yeah. As usual, the light side. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh my God! You're all at the top. Yeah, don't. Look at that. Uh, so, anyways, we're we're gonna spin this the spin wheel here, and uh, and we'll we'll let you oh, know what we get. Yeah. Okay. Ho- hopefully, hopefully we get some uh, some good ones. I'll I'm just gonna take your word on what you get. I have no way to verify. So. Yeah. We'll. Yeah, we just have them scribbled on like a sheet of paper, and we're like, haha, whatever it says, we'll use this too. <laughs> oh, oh, we we got Rise of Skywalker twice. Oh, okay, I guess. We oh no! Oh, oh. <laughs> what a genre unto itself. <laughs> Overstuffed, bloated movies. Yeah, absolutely. That's a genre. <laughs> okay, first spin. Here we go. Let's make sure we got this this sound effect. This is the best sound effect. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, we already. Yep. Yeah, okay, we're skipping this we're one. Skipping we, we just did it last. There's what so was it? it? It was wizards and witches, but we've already done that. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Bring it. The first is Wes Anderson. Oh boy. All right. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay, so uh, please have, be time travel. We have a Wes Anderson. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this is. Oh, he's all. So okay. okay. We'll have to make it. So it's a Wes Anderson bank robbery. <laughs> A Wes Anderson bank robbery. Which, to be honest, was is Bottle of... Rocket. Did they rob a bank? Uh, they they yeah. don't rob a bank. I mean, it's, it's kind it's of... It's a business. It's kind yeah. of Fantastic Fox as well. He actually, he has a bit of a, like a heist vibe in a lot of his movies. Yeah. Like really heist, movies are, heist movies are fun. They're, they they kind of give That's... you that opportunity to be clever. And if there's one thing Wes yeah. Anderson likes being, it's clever. Or at least... <laughs> Okay, okay, so, so maybe maybe we focus more on, like, more contemporary Wes Anderson. You know, he, it feels like he's shifted away from that a bit more. And so, and so like, like, I want to make this a challenge for us. I want us to really think about this. that has to do with nuclear holocaust. Uh, what? <laughs> Isle of Dogs. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten that was about. <laughs> I mean, no, that wasn't nuclear holocaust. That was, like, a dog uh, disease. Oh. 
Nuclear was fallout. It? it wasn't nuclear. No, but it was like I I haven't seen the movie in so long now, even though it's only yeah. been two years. It feels like I know that's crazy since twenty eighteen. I saw when I came out here to LA. So I guess the big question is: Do we think there's enough there that we can definitely? come up with a more bank robbery type situation. Yes, it's basically think... like Ocean's Eleven Wes Anderson style, which sounds so funny. I, I'm actually I mean, thinking more like Inside Man Wes Anderson style. I was about oh to say, if, if Spike Lee could make a bank robbery movie, <laughs> Wes Anderson can make a bank robbery movie. That's so true. Although, like although, although Connor, Connor's point of, of Ocean's Eleven uh, Wes Anderson does sound very funny. It's I just actually basically... think that's the direction he'd go. I agree. Yeah. And I think it would be a dysfunctional family that makes up the Eleven. Yes! Oh my god, it's a dysfunctional family that's trying to rob a bank. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Done. <laughs> so, so, so we're doing we're doing an Ocean's Eleven style bank robbery directed by Wes Anderson with a dysfunctional family. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Right. Let's let's start, let's start diving into the nitty nitty gritty here. Where <laughs> roughly is this taking place? I assume uh, Europe or New York. No, he's no? maybe not into. Oh well. Or should it just be a fictional place like uh, like Grand Budapest? <laughs> just some random country. Also, what time period are we talking about? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm stumping you guys here with these questions. You're, you're just throwing it in. Because because all his early stuff, it's like weird kind of side places. Like it's not big mm. cities. Well, I was like, just saying, like Royal Ten Bomb is New York. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. It, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. a side. You know, that's fair. Kind of that's the, fair. The, the the yeah. So what what if it's like Paris, but like a side place? Oh my God, the that'd Brooklyn be of so Paris. Funny, but they're just what, what is. The, <laughs> what is I the Brooklyn know. of Paris? Like, I don't Paris know. Bank, bank robberies? You'd, you'd use a certain R&D's moment, but I don't know which one it would be. <laughs> also, all the buildings are short, so it really, most of them. So it really doesn't matter. Okay, but you gotta admit, the, if the film was titled The Brooklyn of Paris, it would be perfect. <laughs> it would be terrible. <laughs> Paris would have a whole fit just about that. Paris has a yeah, fit every other day. Paris that is Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I like Paris. You're I do. I do. I have, I have no. I have no. For some reason, we keep picking places we have no context about. That's true. Yeah, we just did Guillermo del Toro one and tried to do a spot in Spain, and we had no context for. Uh, you got to get Catherine on. Catherine is incredibly well traveled through Europe, and and yeah, she yeah. could, you know, uh, you know she. You got to put her like, on. But... Yeah, why like is she here right like now? It's like kind of a weird, like if you did a, a bank robbery in like a small town kind of thing. I don't know. Mm, I don't... Or you think it should be in a I, city? You, you need bank a, robberies like, just don't. Or you need a reason to rob a bank now. Oh, sorry, sorry you, uh, you, you cut out there for a second, Phil. Phil? Oh, no! No! Phil, hello. Can can you hear us? Oh, this is. Hello. Hey, there we are. I hey. can hear you. Oh, great. Hey. Wonderful. We we had we had a little bit of technical difficulties there, but for entirely this... my fault. No, 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 no. It's uh, it's it's our fault as well as well as the cosmos. Um, <laughs> uh, clearly, someone out there doesn't want us making this Wes Anderson bank robbery film. Oh my god! Uh, you know um, the powers that be. The, power, the power, powers that be. Yeah, like that's just one too many West Angels. Wait, wait. What if, what if, what if it's like you know, because uh, it's like Ocean's Let's Eleven just make and it stuff, more quirky and like yeah. like cheaper by the dozen. What if it's actually a family <laughs> that's that big? 
Like, it's just a really big Cheaper family. by the dozen decides to go on a bank robbery. So, so, so like, <laughs> instead of Ocean's 13, we've got, like, oh my God. you know, Wesson's 12. Or, or like, so Wesson's 16. Can we actually <laughs> just make it Cheaper by the dozen and have Steve Martin be the dad? <laughs> oh, actually, I would love to see Steve Martin in a Wes Anderson movie. In a Wes Anderson film. movie? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> what would he even do? Rob a bank. God, yes. Okay. Okay. I, I feel clearly... like I feel like what? cheaper by the dozen is the wrong call, and I'm just going to put this out there. I yeah, think it should it. be yours, mine, and ours. I think we should be looking at two famous bank robbing families that come together and have to work oh, together. Your, uh, I've actually I've never seen yours, mine, and ours. No one has, but we both know it's about step families. We'll use the Brady Bunch. I'm fine with that. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, perfect. So, so this is so two two rival families that live next door. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, yeah, and then they have to rob this bank. I don't know. Well, I I gave you one thing. Roll with that. But okay, so so honestly, I totally see that at the beginning of this, like the the widows of both families falling for each other, and then like having to bring their family together. That's amazing. And, and actually, actually, like, the, the opening montage could be in very Wes Anderson style, like, both fa- families robbing different banks o- during the opening credits, you know? And so we, just, <laughs> we, we see side by side the, these, like, very straight on kind of geometrically formed bank robberies. And then they, like, go home to their families and everything. And then the, the sequence ends where they, like, walk outside to get their mail and they see each other and their eyes lock. And that kind of very long staring, awkward Wes Anderson. Way. <laughs> this and could then... be their their retirement. They could have we could show their history oh. of robbing all these banks, and then they both families have retired to these these you know this quiet little suburban fictional European town, <laughs> and then yeah, they just they just can't be that well put together. Remember, they got to be super dysfunctional. Well, also, so what if what if they're like I, I've always wanted to go here for my honeymoon they're like well we can't afford that well what if we know they've got to have like conflicts with their their kids like oh, they got to well, be bad well, parents and yes oh they, they are, well, all, they are all the yeah, okay, okay all okay. the kids went off to form their own bank robbing crews but now wow. now the local small town bank is about to for like one or two days be in possession of some rare, I don't know, Nazi gold, or it's <laughs> a little too inside man. Now, but... For this one, heist. yeah, I gotta bring them all back. Okay, but, but, but you, you, know, you know, the thing that they have to get needs to be some weird, obscure thing. Like, like it's it's a uh, you know, it's like Steve Zizu's, you know, uh, like yeah, skeleton yeah, 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 of a yeah, yeah. of a shark that is like one of a kind uh, on display or whatnot. But okay, <laughs> what if what you if a real shark? I know, I know, but what oh. if what if that's but so so anyways, what if um. So what if after that opening sequence, we then go through a, a montage of uh, people receiving wedding invitations, their entire extended family. And the extended family comes back for this wedding only to That's discover nice. that they're like, oh, the wedding's not happening yet. We actually, we need to raise money uh, for the wedding and the ceremony and stuff. So we figured this would be the best way to get you here. Uh, what? We need what to if... rob a bank. <laughs> and, they're, and they're all like, what? Like, Dad, this is of course you do this, and they storm out, you know, and stuff, and that's how you kind of get to meet the the entire family. Just a thought. <laughs> what what were what were you about to say, Phil? Um, no, I you, you, we were going in the same direction. It's good. Um, Perfect. 
Or, or what if what if the wedding is actually just staged anyway because they can use the wedding to rob the bank, some yeah. sort of distracting oh, yeah. event, and yeah, then I, but then by the end of it we can we can have the wedding be an actual thing, you know. But 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 yeah. for the moment, as far as the characters are all concerned, it's all a fake event. Right, which, exactly. And, and, which and actually you know, drives the children more insane because they're coming back for this wedding that's not real. It was all just to bring them all back for a heist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And, and you know, at the end, you know, the final sequence is going to be them like dancing at the wedding after it's like fallen apart and is destroyed. And like the <laughs> cops are there dancing as well because like all's been <laughs> forgiven for, or like, you know, there's amnesty for an afternoon or who knows what. Um, and there should definitely be, can, can Bruce Willis play an investigator who is tracking down <laughs> these two families and trying to finally pin that, you know, a crime on them after all this time? Whenever Actually, you ask yeah. if Bruce Willis can play something, the real question you need to ask is, will Bruce Willis actually show up for more than a day? That's your <laughs> question. I mean, I was thinking of Bruce Willis in um, uh, Death Becomes Her. Have you seen that, Phil? <laughs> no. I oh, oh, man. Oh. That is a call. Bruce back. Willis is such a dork in that, and he's got <laughs> this like funny little mustache, and I just want him to be like a meek little investigator being like, yes. hey, what's... <laughs> What's going on? Like, like, <laughs> like his his character from mm. uh, Moonrise Kingdom, but even meeker. Oh yeah, yeah. As as long as we don't have Bruce Willis coming back just to verify Julia Roberts' identity, I think we're going to do just fine in terms of <laughs> this movie. With wow, that is a deep cut right there. Oh man, I that movie. <laughs> oh, I know that honestly, that sequence just goes on way too long. For for those listening, that's Ocean's Twelve. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, Connor's showing me pictures of him in Death Becomes Her, and that is very true. He does. Oh, man, I can't believe he just looks Death Becomes so, Her. It's so everyone great. Everyone uses him. He's just a wimpy little guy, and it's adorable. Wow. Okay, you know, yeah. His little mustache. That's, that's, what we, that's what we need him playing. Perfect. So I also feel like the only person who should, like, still be at home and hasn't gone off to form their own crew is, like, a little kid, kind of like Moonrise Kingdom, and a dog. <laughs> And it's just the kid <laughs> hangs out with the dog. Can the dog have an eye patch? Sure. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why not? Yep. Yep. And he, he definitely pretends he's like in the scouts and has a, a, a tree house in the backyard. Sure. Yeah. Or yep. he's trying to steal from like the neighbors and maybe that's how oh, they run into yeah. them. What, what, if what if he's like a little kleptomaniac and he's and he just has all this stuff in his treehouse that he's like stole pickpocketed over the years? Yeah, and stuff. but he tries to steal from the people next door and they find out they're also bank robbers. Oh, I feel like that's that's too much plot for us. I feel like they should just like lock eyes and just like fall in love. Him and who? The the the, the widow and the widower, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I oh, like, oh I yeah, see yeah. the little see boy yeah. just also finds out that yeah. they're like yeah. you know, stealing from every house down and the what street. If, what if there's like another uh, there's a kid in the other house and they spend the whole movie going back and forth stealing like the same thing back and forth and so it's just like a random little B plot that just like randomly you see that oh, he has it back here now or oh she has it now or like in the background of a shot you just see one of them like sneaking out of the treehouse, you know, in in the yeah. in the deep background. Um, with the the thing that they've stolen, um, like that that uh, what what is that island? There's some like little island. I feel like I, I I'm butchering this, but there's some like little island that there are two countries that legitimately have a dispute over who owns it. And every once in a while, somebody <laughs> from one country will sail over there, uh, put their own flag replacing the previous <laughs> country's flag, and leave like a gift. And then they'll they'll do this. They've been doing this process for years now. They just oh nobody really cares, but they nobody can let it go either. 
Oh man, what, what this, 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 this is a bit of this is a bit of a side note, but one of one of my dad's favorite stories is uh when they used to live in Princeton, New Jersey, that there was one time where you know Princeton has some rivalry with some other football team. Oh yeah, and uh, Princeton has this really nice cannon in their like lawn that's always you know their rah rah spirit, and like the night before the game, this other team snuck into Princeton dug up the cannon and removed it and the, the kids came out the next morning and just found this like hole where the cannon had been this big pile of dirt and they searched everywhere for the cannon they couldn't find it they went to the football game they lost the football game and they were just waiting for the cannon to be returned and it just never was and so a week later they're like okay we got to fill in this hole and they they start putting the dirt back only to discover these guys had just dug a hole and used the dirt to cover the cannon <laughs> and the cannon had never <laughs> been moved <laughs> Here's like, wow, Ooh. all these Princeton guys completely missing the mark on that one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Okay, Aww. so what? Are, so, so where are they robbing, or what? Well, it's a bank. Okay, so a bank. Um, but it, I think it should be because instead of money, it's like someone has deposited something there for safekeeping while they're in town or Ugh. something. You know, yeah, like a nice, a nice picture or. Maybe this is the thing is like why the the parents are so down and out is because they used to be big, big robbers in their day and then they haven't done it in a long time. Oh, so, so they're trying so to they're relive like, the glory days. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the moment. Like we can go steal this thing again, and then they have to encounter all the new technology and stuff and and get their kids into it. And... Or what if they just refuse to accept new technology? They're like, no, no, no. We're, like we'll just we'll just do it this way. Like that's not gonna work. No, no, like, uh, I can listen to a safe. You can't hear me when I call you from the other room. <laughs> what? what? I, I like how you, your version of, like, we, we have to watch where we set this then, because now your version of, of robbing a safe is straight out of the 1860s, you know, with <laughs> listening to a safe. I don't think anybody's been able to crack a safe that way hey, for, hey, for over a hundred years. They did it in the Italian job, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yes, they yes. And they also drove Mini Coopers, you know, that would have broken sixteen Downs. times. So you're you're right. We need more Mini Coopers in this movie. That's all heist movies need Mini Coopers. It's why Ocean's Eleven is actually terrible. It doesn't have Mini Coopers, obviously. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think I think that's actually that's that, that would actually be really funny if we did have a sequence where they like when they're leaving the night they get into Mini Coopers, but in true Wes Anderson stuff they just go like sideways and then. <laughs> They're sideways back at the house. I think like, that's it. This is kind of like, oh, that's the chase. They hopped into Mini Coopers. Cool. You know, you know what uh, um, Italian Job has that we do need in any given Wes Anderson movie, mm. and that's Ed Norton. Yes. Oh, yes. so true. So true. So, so Ed Norton should be the oldest kid of one of the families, and he's kind of the he he, he definitely colors himself a, a very suave, cool guy, but he's not so much. What if he's always wearing sunglasses? Just constantly. Just constantly. At night, you know. And like leaning deal. against something at all times, kind of like, like, but but like not in a cool way, you know. <laughs> Wanting to be cool. Yeah, you know, he's like, he he thinks he's George Clooney in Ocean's Eleven. That's funny. But, but he's, he's not. But he's, but he's actually uh, Matt Damon in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <Matt Damon. laughs> Yes. Well, uh, there's a lot of dysfunction right there. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, okay. Let's let's go. Let's go through some and some just figure out their flaws. Should should and Angelica Houston be uh, the 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 widower? That is a thing. We're yeah. We basically should just cast it based on a like 
a bunch of older casts because he just reuses a lot. Bill Murray has to be in it. Somewhere. I mean, yeah, I, I feel Bill, like Bill they, Murray should be the person coming through town whose safe deposit box is going to be. Oh, yes, I feel yes. like. Oh my god. Yes. Because yes. that gives him an opportunity to be this weirdo eccentric person who we don't need to rely on a lot. Exactly. exactly. That's perfect. He, uh, yeah. So what what is his collection that he's storing in bank while he's in town? Should it be like a collection of Fabergé eggs or uh, <laughs> something weird? You know, something just strange. Um, well, what? I mean, this is a that whole thing again but like what themes are we mm. like mm. i mean all the wes anderson themes are kind of similar so i guess we could just like yeah i mean it is it, it, is it feels... sad that there's part of me that wants bill murray to just play you know steve zissou again and and do a wes anderson <laughs> cinematic universe kind of situation <laughs> that would be so Actually, good that would be great why does it, yeah you could play steve zissou bringing around his <laughs> shark head mm-hmm. yeah his legendary collection of of shark memorabilia oh my god he, okay yep this is it's steve zizu done so this is now wes anderson universe heist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep 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 Holy wait god. wait until we get to the <laughs> so, sorry what was that you cut you cut out there for a second and wait until we get to the wes anderson equivalent of the avengers it's going to be amazing <laughs> Oh my god. No, it'll be it'll be so morose. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> It'll just be them sitting around a table complaining about like their ennui. <laughs> Which honestly was the first Avengers, just with you know action more action. Yeah, action sequences to break it up. That's and just... and you know, not 90 degree shots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um okay, who who does uh Owen Wilson play? Um, one of the other brothers. I think him and Edwin okay. would be. It seems like. So, do we still want to do the two families thing? Yeah, I, I like that. Okay, and then, and then so, they they get married together into one one super high family. But then there's got to be yeah, there's got to be a thing of like them reliving the glory days, and then also both ignoring their own kids. Yeah. I think it'd be fun if one of the kid or two of the kids, one from each side, has paired off and they've actually formed their own crew. And they haven't told their parents that they've been robbing banks. Oh my god, that's so funny! So good. Oh yeah. Wait. So who? Okay. Who? Who else are are some staples? Wait, 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 wait! I've got an idea. Um, Yes. uh, Just a thought. Um, What if instead uh, they find out that they're both bank robbers from back in the day, and they both think they're the most hot stuff? And so it's actually a competition to see who can steal the eggs. And so that's mm. why when you find out that like the kids formed a gang together, they can't let the parents know because they hate the other gang or they're supposed, it's like a, I, I mean, like a, I, I, I think, I think openly they should say, Oh, we're going to steal it together. But then behind closed doors, both of them turn to their own families and are like, we're going to steal it first. Just we're going to get it over on them. Yes. So it's basically a competition between them. Yes. To but, see who can steal the egg. But, but, then, but then it makes for those great awkward moments where when they're in public, they're talking about how they're going to steal it together. But then when they're behind I feel like doors, in public, it'll be funny anyway, because they're trying to talk about stealing stuff in public. I just, I, I just, I mean, I really am liking the idea of them merging as a family. You know? Right. I think that's what would happen at the end. But yeah. like for the main plot, like... 
that's so much more drive of them. I just, like, I just don't. Compete. I just otherwise, I just don't see a Wes Anderson seven. film with that much drive, honestly. Of them, of I, competition, I, you know. I, I think the worry here is we're we're kind of setting up a very good heist movie um, on its own merits, but I don't know if Wes Anderson would make like we're going Ocean's Eleven on this. You know, we have multiple mm-hmm. competing factions, and there's a part of me that just wanted to say. What if it turns out all along that Bruce Willis is actually the guy who's been getting one over on them every time? Um, but that, that's too much. That's too much now, I think. I mean, because I, I feel like Wes Anderson, it's, it's really just about like little small stories within a very simple narrative. Right. But know? that's what I'm saying is where then, so like, like if it's them trying to relive the glory days, right, of, of, like being good bank robbers and so they're like forcing their kids who are like kid crews with them like the mm. the family stealing stuff so they're like forcing their kids who are grown up and doing their own thing like maybe right. one of them's like an accountant and is like dad i'm not not stealing stuff <laughs> I don't do this. like nah but it'll be great and she's like <laughs> but like then you have like these families and then they're pushing their kids because they're trying to beat the other one and then their kids are like you lied about this wedding <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I, I, I think I think it, I think it's less. But then the last act is them working together to rob the bank. And but, then but again, but again that, okay. that feels that feels like too clean to me, for for Wes Anderson. Um, I don't understand how having them working together feels less clean. It's it's not so much about like that them working together, but it's just like from from moment one, because it, it's it's like Wes Anderson. One of his things in his films so often is this like this theme and this idea of, um, you know, the goal of establishing a normal family or like a normal family values in a family that is completely dysfunctional. Right, right, right. And so, so I just, I really like this idea at the beginning of the movie of them locking eyes and, and deciding we're going to make a normal family, you know, but it just like, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Oh, know? okay. That's a different direction. Yeah. Let's, okay. We can definitely do that. It's just then, how do you do the bank robbery and then how do you get the dysfunction of the people? And also well, that but, seems like they're pretty competent at that point. If they're well, no, like, no, we're no. going to form a straight. No, but that's, thing. but that's the thing is like, they can't because oh. they are so dysfunctional, but like, that's their goal. You know, that that's, that's from the, the, the that, that's kind of this reliving the past is like, Oh, you know, we were so busy robbing banks and I just didn't know how to be a father. So we never really got that family, but like, we're going to do it. In, you know, maybe they don't verbalize it this way, but that's kind of the, this driving force of like, we're we're gonna we're gonna bring this family together for a heist so we can you know pay for our lives to be normal and like yeah it's 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 sort of like a a less tragic Godfather two you know <laughs> he's striving for legitimacy they just need to do this one more job one more job and then they can go legitimate because they'll have the money and the resources so it's no big deal yeah but 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 um, the problem is every single member of member of both of their families just is dysfunctional and doesn't make it work and it will never exactly. work. They and are, and in their and in their twisted way, the parents view like doing one last job as a whole family together is the thing that will bring them all back together, uh, we, even though that's the thing that has been splitting them apart the whole time. Right. Yeah. yeah, I see where you're going with this. I just feel like they've got to be the most dysfunctional. Well, and it seems like yeah. it, it like I, oh. the way we keep talking about it, it seems like they're very straight, and then everyone else is dysfunctional. And no, but I, th- but I think, but I think together, I think at their core, the parents are the most dysfunctional because again, these are people who think robbing banks together will bring a family together. There's nothing about a world of betrayal and robbery that makes people trust and love each other more. It's just not a, a reality. So they, right. they, they seem 
non-dysfunctional from the perspective of all they want is their families to come together. But like, you know, I'm going to call back to the Godfather. You don't look at the Corleones and be like, yeah, that's a guy who really has his head on straight. He knows that if he <laughs> robs and kills enough, everybody will think he's legitimate. Like that, it's the same principle. It's just much less violent and gruesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. or, you know, to, to be more gentle, you don't look at Danny Ocean and be like, there's a guy who's got his stuff together. Like, no, he's, <laughs> he's a thief, you know, things keep falling apart around him because he's a thief. He has to get Julia Roberts back because he lost her because he's a thief. Like it, it all comes right. back to that. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I think since you're starting in a place where these people are, are criminals, I think even if their goals are good and even if they, they really do seem straight, the whole perspective of the world is twisted. And I think the audience will get that. And, and I almost see it as like Royal from Royal Tenenbaums, like his, him trying to bring a family together, but as a bank robber, you know, like he comes to them and he's like, I'm dying as like a way that he thinks will bring them together as a family when he's just blatantly lying. And these parents are kind of doing the same thing where they try to bring a family together by being like, you know, we're having a wedding. Oh, plot twist. We're actually going to rob a bank to pay for the wedding, <laughs> you know, and, and pay for a better life and stuff. And we're going to all, do, don't you guys miss when we all rob banks so together? That's what I and, guess and also, oh, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. That's what I'm guessing I'm kind of running up against as an inciting incident because it just seems like you've got like three or four things. Like one, they need money for the wedding. Two, they need money for a better life. Three, they just want to rob a bank. And I feel like just having one of those would make okay. more sense. I mean, I, I, I think... think because it seems like like all bank robbers, quote unquote, in mm-hmm. movies, like they've already done that one last heist that is like, this will set me up so then I don't have to live anymore. <laughs> what if, so what if that's a running joke where they like, did do that one last heist? Like, like three times. times. Yeah, you know, there, yeah, there's, exactly. there's an Edgar Wright version of this movie where we cut to a montage of each time they've done one last heist. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I also think though i also think you know the we want a better life actually kind of works out because especially if we cut to them living in some idyllic little french countryside fictional town and it's like what better life do you want than right. this yeah. yeah so this is their seventh and last final heist <laughs> exactly and last final final heist yeah. and i actually think that helps the audience get the dysfunction even more it's like there's nothing for them to want anymore and they still can't let go of it it's just, it's a drive more yeah. than it is and okay. a need. Yeah, that sounds great. Oh, man. So they both decide, they fall in love, and they decide to form a... Mm-hmm. To, uh, yeah. Although, to be, yeah. Yeah, I guess that could be the inciting incident. Even, however, though, with the love stories that happen in Wes Anderson, they, like, take a while, usually. Like, it rarely is, like, a, maybe there's, like, an attraction, but it takes, like, a long time for they to... It could be that Bruce Willis has shown up to town because he's finally caught up with them in their idyllic little town. And now they have to leave their idyllic little town and their their interests align for this moment because it turns out he's found both of them and now they're both there and they now have to bolt. So, but they need the money and resources to do so. The, yeah, I mean, I, I think it would also just be, funny might be Bruce Willis showed up and then just like decided to stake stake out, you know, and just him sitting in a car across the street <laughs> watching <laughs> binoculars at all times, <laughs> and just randomly you like see him in the window like looking in <laughs> as they're just like. I do like that. Um, just I, a side extra. I, I mean, the the way I saw their romance, and and this this might be you know extrapolating a little bit. I kind of saw it like Moonrise Kingdom, where it's just like they see each other across the room, and they're like, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, but again, you know? that romance took a long time to develop to the point where they're like, oh, I mean, in underwear on a beach together. Right. I mean, I, I don't see this as like a very romantic relationship. I see it like as Angelica Houston and uh, what, what's his name in... Uh, Gene Hackman? Oh. Uh, no, the, the, woman, the guy she was dating in Royal Tenenbaums. Oh. She's so many characters. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, but just like how, how blasé their relationship is, you know, where they just kind of like, see each other and they're like yeah okay yeah and and you know maybe it has been a while since they've seen each other and we just time jump or whatever um but but i oh so they have a relationship now already you're saying could it could be i'm just i'm just just throwing out there i I think that the key is establishing that you know starting where they want to bring these these two families together as these sort of reminding me of a very it kind of just released and didn't do much. Although I thought it was cute. It was a movie called The Hundred Foot Journey. Did either, either of you see this movie? Oh no, with no, um, parents saw it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. I mean, like it's it's got some serious structure problems in that it, it's funny because it it follows no, but it follows like these two rival families who have these restaurants in again this idyllic little French town sort of thing, <laughs> and. And, it, and there's a point where in the movie where it decides to follow like the son as he goes off to become this like high end chef. But meanwhile, meanwhile, while we're literally following the son to Paris and he's learning how to cook and everything, um, a love story has happened between the owners of the restaurants, but we never see it. He just comes back and they're in love now and they're like <laughs> hooking up. And it's like, when this was a more interesting story, frankly, <laughs> and I wanted to see that happen. And I kind of wonder if we could play with that somehow, you know, because we had the children and we have them and then suddenly we could just cut back like, oh, yeah, we're this this has happened. All of it happened off screen, and now we're just establishing that we're together. <laughs> yeah, could you you want it to be that weird kind of thing where it's off screen? Well, not necessarily completely off screen, but I mean, like you're right. A lot of these things took a while to happen, but I want. There's a lot of people kind of. There's a lot of things and moving parts in this where it's the sort of thing that I feel like, you know, yeah, could just happen towards the end, and it would be like, oh yeah, this you just weren't paying attention when this happened more or less, to the kids. <laughs> True. Or you could also have it where, like, you have the opening montage, or it's just an opening scene of them when they first arrive in the towns after finishing their bank robberies, mm. and then just them mm. looking at each other, and then you have that moment, and then it cuts to, like, 20 years later, where they're just, like, <laughs> amiable companions, but, like, haven't, you know, they're, like, not married yet. But you still need <laughs> inciting, like, 20, 20 years seems like a long time. Uh, <laughs> Maybe like five years. Oh, okay. But all their kids have to have moved out. Or well, I mean, I assume that they saw each other. I mean, because their spouses have already died. I assume that they saw each other long. I mean, I, I kind of saw this as like a um, a uh, best exotic marigold hotel situation. You know, they're they're older and they're just kind of lonely and are like, hey, you're older and lonely and I like you and yeah, why don't we why don't we just get married? Cool, kind of thing. That's that's how I saw it. It could, it could be in the minority on this one. I think I think you can have the love story, but I think that's a great like like them discovering that throughout the movie rather than just like like I don't even think there's any Wes Anderson movie where people are like, yeah, let's just do it right now. Like this is not how really. I feel like this very Wes Anderson. I think it's feels like it but i cannot think of a single example in a film where that's what happens hmm. like like they seem maybe effortless because stuff just happens but like again they right. all take half a movie i mean i to just, get to that point i of just romance. I, I guess i guess for me i just i don't see it 
like like that's watch watching them fall for each other isn't something I necessarily like am interested in seeing throughout a movie. That's fine. I'm, I'm more interested in seeing like if if we start with from go being like okay, we just accept that they're in that they're they've decided to get married. I'm more interested in seeing the family dynamics between them and their family with each other. That's cool. I just then we either that's why I was saying having that time jump. Okay. Of yeah. like time and but then there's got to be some like hey why don't we get hitched finally or whatever i mean i i also like the idea of them kind of rushing into this a bit like like having those moments where they discover things about each other like oh oh okay you know like uh you know i i don't know just seeing them like in their night shirts getting ready for bed and one of them like puts on whale noises and the other one's just kind of like oh Okay. Um, okay. Cool. You you know like there are just those awkwardnesses about. I think there will be awkwardnesses no matter what. Okay. Okay. What's what's your take on this, Phil? Um. Hmm. I I I kind of I I think I see where you're coming from, Connor, and I, and I think I get it in that hmm. in that we don't have to have a moment where it just clicks. In that if if it's written right. Um, well, which we don't have, yeah, which we don't have I'm, to write it. It'll it'll develop kind of on its own with us, without us having to focus on it. It'll just be a thing that that happens over the course of those little moments that you're talking about, Carson. That happen over the course of the movie. Mm. Um, so that when it does happen in a, in a, a seemingly sudden way, there's nothing about the audience that'll say, "Oh, that was that was sudden." Like the, the polar opposite of that movie I was talking about, where we're like, "When did that fucking happen?" <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I I think I think my biggest thing is with Wes Anderson is like no relationship is perfect in a Wes Anderson film. They're all messy. And so I, I, in my mind, I just see it as like, this is a very easy way to make it a messy relationship is they both definitely jumped into this a little too soon. And so the whole movie, you're kind of like, is this, does, does this actually make sense? Do they actually fit together? You know, cause they just kind of leapt into it uh, because they're older and bored and don't have anything to do. Cause they're in an idyllic, perfect little world. That's my take. Connor's, Connor's thinking on this one. No, I'm oh just my. trying to think of the timeline because basically, so mm-hmm. if they have any kids left, yep. then all the rest of them, like, so because the way you're seeing it is like if they've been neighbors for any period of time, like, it sounds like as soon as they were neighbors, they must have noticed each other because so they would have had to like just moved in. Otherwise, it's like five years and like, why didn't you notice the person next door? Like, I mean, I maybe they noticed maybe each get other their and... newspapers at different times yeah, of the day, yeah, and they just missed it for five years, and yeah. then suddenly saw each other. Yeah. So, like that—that's cute, <laughs> uh, funny. Um, just so okay. So, like they've just been around, and then they miss each other. And one day, they pick up their newspapers at the same time and see each other. And I don't want to interrupt your train of thought, but can we double back to the sentence you said where you said, "If they have any kids left." Uh, what do you mean by if they have any kids left? No, 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 no. I meant, I meant <laughs> in the house. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, so to you, children are a commodity that, that are only in your possessions <laughs> they, they when they're in your off. home. They yes. Yeah. They only have like two left and they're not high ranking. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. I meant, I meant just in the house. Okay. Okay. Right. So they're all out. They do a job. They retire. What they're if... in this 
they're in this place yeah yeah what if what if the one kid that's left in the house was one of them just adopted a kid because all their kids had left and they were bored just a full empty nester yeah that makes sense so they just adopted a kid because that like them just being awkward and then for five years and then just seeing each other that that seems kind of funny well you know they could adopt the kid you know honestly I'm, i'm sort of loving this because all of their kids have gone off and left left behind bank robbery. Like we were joking about it. You know, one of them's an accountant yeah. now. Yeah. And so yeah, he that's... still needs somebody to take over the freaking legacy. So and that's why this kid's a little klepto because he's been teaching him how to, you know, break <laughs> safes and all this stuff the whole time. Yes. So then I like I like them like I like the idea of them just seeing each other and then but like they gotta figure out that the other one's a bank robber. <laughs> right? Like, well, that's not something they... you just tell people. You're not like, well, well they back could both... day, I was a great bank robber. Like, so, like, well, we had that montage earlier of them I robbing just... banks. What if they foiled each other's robberies? Like, what if one of them's casing it and the other one bursts in and robs it, you know, once or twice throughout that montage? We establish them as rivals. And that kind of adds to the awkwardness and maybe dysfunction of their that's eventual what I was relationship. Saying. Yeah. Wait, yeah, okay, I'm so... with you. That's what I was saying at the beginning. <laughs> I, well, I didn't know we'd switched off of that, frankly. Oh, okay. I mean, Carson wanted them as a family more. Well, yeah. no, but that's what the movie's about them becoming a family, albeit an incredibly dysfunctional one. I didn't know we'd, honestly, I so, missed so wait, so that. Wait, 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 wait. Just so we're on the same page, what's the plot? <laughs> well, so I think, Phil, you want to try and. So, so from what I've, I've gathered, and apparently I missed something, but from mm. what I've gathered, we've got, we've got these two retired bank robbers who at one point were rivals. Um, <laughs> You know, in, in a sort of friendly way, but nonetheless yeah. rivals. Yep. And and they have both retired, unbeknownst to the other, to this idyllic little fictional French village where they are now, you know, trying to live quiet, peaceful lives, even though they really haven't been able to let go. And there could be like little things that they've done where they have, it's evident that they haven't really let go. Their families have moved on without them, some of them to very professional and respectable lives. And then they meet, they see each other and they decide, that they're going to get together because they got nothing else going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. And to help aid that new life that they're going to build together, they decide to rob apparently uh, Steve Zissou, who, who has his yes. priceless collection of something in a local bank for only a few days. Sure. That's called the ticking clock kids. Yes. And so they need to put together a last minute. They, they bring all the kids back together by announcing that they're getting married. And then they bring them all together, and it turns out it's actually just an elaborate heist that they need all the kids for. And we go from there. I think that's as far as we've gotten. Yeah, that okay. Yeah, that I'm, to I'm me actually, yeah, yeah, feels great because then they at least like know each other and recognize yeah. each other. So then there is that history of like, yeah, rivalry and yeah. stuff. Like that just cool. makes more sense to me. Cool. Than just seeing a random person and being yeah, like, let's get married. Like, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Because then, yeah, they're trying to get their kids who are now just, like, doing whatever to do this heist. And they're doing the heist together to re- Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and so, so pretty much most of the movie is just them planning this heist, dealing with family hijinks and disagreements and disillusionment, dodging Bruce Willis's... Uh, the bumbling French cop. yeah. <laughs> You know, honestly, though, if we're doing, I'm going to put this out there. Yeah. If we're doing a, a sort of cheaper by the dozen, we did say we wanted Steve Martin to come in. And hasn't he played Inspector Clouseau before? 
like, like, granted, the Pink Panther remake with Steve Martin is not anything <laughs> close to the original in terms of quality. But I mean, okay. if we're gonna do it, let's do it, right? Like, I mean, or is that I just, just me? I really like him as the dad. dad. Oh, that's Steve. fair. That's fair. That, that's... I just think he'd be, he was also cheaper by the dozen. So, like, I just think he'd be yeah. so funny so as him, the dad, as a straight him, dad. Him and Angelica Houston, is that what we're thinking? That would also be really, that would be really funny. <laughs> Steve Martin and Angelica Houston getting, uh, getting hitched. And then, and geez, I mean, we'll have the whole cast of characters, Edward Norton, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson. Yeah, you just get just, all, just all you of, just get all could, of could we have Owen and Luke Wilson being sons from different parents? Like, like <laughs> yeah, each, that would be each so of them is actually on the other side. And they should have a serious rivalry. <laughs> oh, yeah, Absolutely. About which one's more like yeah trying to get with the although you know luke wilson is gonna have to be the angsty like i just one. i really want to hear luke wilson going to owen wilson and being like wow wow this is what you sound like wow <laughs> wow that's you <laughs> it, it could be some sort of like little rivalry from some little transgression from one of the robberies 20 years ago yes <laughs> And then no, they've never no, no, gotten no. over it. They they had to wait in the car while their parents were robbing banks. And so it's just a scene of them sitting in the car, <laughs> looking at, at each, each other, other through the windows, like making faces <laughs> at each other. Yeah. And then you and realize. It's just never changed. Yeah. And then yeah. you realize all the bank robbery thing was, wasn't a family bank robbery. It was just the parent forcing the kids to be in on their bank robbery. Right. Passing. Yes. Yeah. So then the parents have to kind of like, maybe part of the journey is them well, no, usually there isn't that much. Well, what if, okay, what, what them if them realizing the passions of the kids, you know, like one of the kids what, is what really if, into this thing and they're like, oh. What, what if after like the big falling out thing that kind of ruins everything that is inevitable to happen, uh, the Steve Martin, the dad, like has a stroke or something and gets like laid up in bed. And so all the kids are like, okay, I guess. Like we'll 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 do this bank robbery so that when he wakes up we can like show him something and it goes horribly wrong or maybe they just don't even do it they rob the wrong place but but it's just kind of like the idea of like oh because that know, conversation for your dad or for the dad that's very nice Carson yeah I don't I don't, know, I don't as I, don't I was saying that's... it as I was saying it I didn't like it no so <laughs> yeah I think yeah and Wes Anderson so many of them would be like we hate our dad yeah like he's been terrible he's just dragged us around why are we doing anything for yeah him? he lied to get us here. But, and they'd but, be like, oh, true. But I feel like yeah. because th- th- there should be some kind of robbery at some mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Well, what if the kids decide to one-up their dad by stealing it earlier than his dad, their dad was planning? That would be that so makes sense. funny. That actually, that makes complete sense. Yep. And what if it's the pair that's like secretly like that know each other or form their own <gasps> like stealing group from the two of them or something? I still really like that. Although oh, it kind of makes less sense now. Because uh, they aren't rivals, really. But no, but they definitely should still feel like they're they shouldn't be open. About I mean, just because most of the kids went off and did their own thing doesn't mean like maybe the oldest of the children didn't get into the family business. Yeah, or what if? Because yeah, then, then it's then it's a constant family actually, comparison. Like, why couldn't you be a bank robber like your brother? And I'm, well, this maybe, is now becoming uh, this is now becoming a Woody Allen movie. But you know, well, what if they secretly are bank robbers and they just don't want their other like re- uh, brothers and sisters to know because or, their or, brothers and sisters would disown them. Or, or what if what if they're bank robbers, but they've told their respective parents that they've done it alone and they're that good. 
and they just haven't told them that it's because they've teamed up with each other. And so their parents are so proud of them, but they can't be honest about the fact that it's actually because they, you know, have a partner that they're working with. And so they have to kind of sneak around that they're in love or something. We've got a, a Romeo and Juliet thrown into the mix here now. That's what, yeah. Okay. I, mean, I was thinking I, less, not, less not, love not and more lust. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I Romeo know. and Juliet was about what teenagers. Let's I'm just be clear. Romeo I'm and Juliet is about lust. I'm picturing Luke Wilson and Gwyneth Paltrow in Royal Tenenbaums, but if they were both <laughs> bank robbers. Like this weird, dysfunctional, but like they don't talk about it. They don't like tell people about it, but they're like, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's what I, my I also, Hold on, hold on. I want to reiterate this point. If, if you think Romeo and Juliet was about anything other than lust, then you need to re-examine the ages of the main characters. They are oh, okay, like 15. Okay, that's fair. No, that's completely fair. <laughs> also, the timeline of the entire plot. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's don't forget the play opens with Romeo in love with another woman. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. there's nothing. And then he just nothing. loves her because of her lips. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think Romeo and Juliet is Shakespeare's greatest comedy. It is hilarious. No, so, God. Even even looking at it as a comedy, I can't I can't take it. It's so sad. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's sad it's that so, a bunch of young kids get so wrapped up in that. It's so angsty. It's anyway. so hilarious that a bunch so, of young kids are that angsty. I think this tells us more about us than, than anything else. All right. That's yes. depressing. Okay. Moving on. So 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 ignore what I just said and let's stay the course. I think No, no, no. I like that they're yeah. They just have to keep it a secret for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, for, for whatever reason. Cool. Yeah. Because I feel like in this family, other than the parents, like, the fact that you'd actually be into bank robbery would be such a disownment from the rest of your, like, family. Mm, that's fair. Like, your brothers and sisters would be like, are you serious? You're actually into bank robbery? So cliched. And so, yeah, right. And they're like, <laughs> why couldn't you be a CPA? Job. Like, our dad's <laughs> terrible. And they're like, we actually enjoy it. But, like... Like having them keep it a secret from their, I think that would be really so. Funny. So, so quick recap. So they're like, "Oh, what if you do this?" And the kids are like, "Wow, you remembered a lot." And they're like, "Yeah, that's funny." <laughs> oh, hey, look in my trunk. I just happened to have this gra- like this crowbar and a crowbar. Crowbar. Yeah. Oh, haha, wow! How did that get there? Um, okay, so I so, know that kind of safe. It's the sky. <laughs> so, so, so to recap, this family, we've got uh, an adopted kid who is a klepto and just keeps stealing things. Um, do we want to have a, a similar person on the other family that they can steal back and forth from each other or, or not? I feel like one adorable one, klepto one adorable. ragamuffin is cool. enough. One, one adorable klepto. Uh, then we have a, a person from each family who is working with the other and are, are thieves, but they keep it a secret from the rest of the family because they don't want to be disowned. You have uh, Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson who are just mad at each other at all times because of a really petty rivalry from when they were children sitting in uh, the car while their parents were that robbing banks. Uh, we have a I just love that clip from the montage already of the two kids just glaring <laughs> at each other from cars. Wait, we wait. need Ben Stiller. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Can Ben Stiller be the accountant? Or no, we're going to have a female again. Yeah, it's a woman. Okay, so Ben Stiller's in there somewhere. We've got Saoirse Ronan as an accountant. Sure. How old is she? Yeah, she's old enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. other. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of other characters, but basically, personally, I feel like if there were 16 people, that would be great. Each family has seven kids. Oh my god. That's a huge cast. It's huge, but then, but then instead of like Ocean's Eleven, it can be like <laughs> the, the the 16 members of the Westminster or whatever. You know, like the 16 members of the. <laughs> 
of the, of the so-and-so could be the title of the film. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it sad that my first thought is what a nightmare the billing block on this will be? Like, that's just where my brain went. <laughs> no, that's, that's completely fair. It's okay. Just a couple of the, the members of the family will have very little screen time. <laughs> Thank goodness. For story and logistical purposes. Yes. <laughs> or, or a couple, you know, maybe some of them had their own families. And so they've got like three little, little kids running around or a baby that can just be off screen at all times. <laughs> so you're saying we should add more side characters. But that we don't need to pay that much attention to. I'm just saying, if we, if I love the idea of 16. That would actually like be number. really funny because since they they used a wedding as like a ploy, like what if they did bring their families? I mean, yeah. And, yeah. and it gives you a chance to really just have fun with the cameos, you know, and bring in yeah. everybody Wes's work with, which Lord knows like, he loves to do. And uncles that pop in. And I don't imagine these are like very big houses necessarily. No. So, like, and that's the best part. Oh, God. <laughs> They are in just, okay. yes. very close proximity with each other. Right. You know, I, I was picturing larger estates, but no, that's even better. Like the, yeah. the kids bunking in together again. Oh my it's god! Great. Oh, someone definitely yes. needs to yes, sleep in the. So someone needs to sleep in the treehouse out back, and the little kids not not happy about it. Yeah, or just camping <laughs> in the yard. They probably yes. have like a little yep. village in the back. Yep, camping in the backyard. Mm-hmm. You can hear your brothers and sisters. They like and break out into factions. Yeah, this is ah, oh, that's very dysfunctional. Oh, this is gonna be yeah, this is gonna be perfect. It's literally gonna be like an epic of dysfunction. Okay, okay. So, so, so to wrap up, I feel like we need to settle on a title. Oh yeah, yeah. Make a poster, and I feel like we should discuss the ending a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. What are what be... are what are we feeling for the ending? Um. They they attempt the heist and fail and learn something about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> thank you, thank you, screenwriting one hundred and one uh, professor. Yes, uh, yeah. crushed it. <laughs> but I mean, you're not wrong. And I mean, you get an A. <laughs> um, yeah. Jokes well, aside, like, you're not wrong. Like, like that's a path. Just what is it? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I like the idea that the the dad or mom. There's got to be some betrayal on like the third, like the third act where everyone's like, "Oh shoot!" And then we really like everything just seems totally hopeless. Oh, where like the cop finds out them. One of one of the kids falls in love with the cop, the Interpol agent, and it's like it's weird, but like it happens, and it's like "Mm, I don't know how I feel about this. But then of course he finds out about it, and something happens. Yeah, it's it's got to be like really bad. So like, you know, like the Royal Tenenbaums were like. Like, it just gets, you're like, no, please don't let that thing happen. And then it happens and things go on, like, afterwards. Mm. So, like, yeah. like not only do they have to, like, get caught or or it has to, like, fall through, but, like, I don't know. Hmm. Like, they have to lose their... It's weird because, like, I can't think of a satisfactory... And, again, it's that, that's not the point. But it bothers me because I can't think of a satisfactory bank robbery or a heist movie where they fail. Okay, wait. Like, like, wait, like you know, here, you know what I'm saying? Here's an idea. Here, here's an idea that's a little out of left field. Oh, interesting. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, so bottle rocket. Well, it's that, it's like a weird, that's, yeah, that's bittersweet kind of. But that's that's most Wes Anderson. No, no, but know? I feel like we need to go yeah. more fantastic, Mr. Fox. They do pull off a heist and things get better, but it's just weird and dysfunctional. Um, he, okay, here's here's my here's my thing. What if they, through some loophole in like the French government, <laughs> they they get identified for the crimes they've committed, but through some loophole, they're not 
taken to jail, but they lose all of their assets. And they basically lose the house, they lose everything. Uh, and now they're just kind of, they have to rely on their kids. And maybe that's the crux that pushes them forward to actually do the heist or, or something. I, I don't know. Um, oh, I thought that would be the end. Mm. That seems like a good ending. There's a, there's a great actually, twist where that's the ending. And they've get, is, they've yeah, that is caught, the ending. They, they get out. The heist, it works out. And then at the end, the French government takes everything from everything. them. And the parents need to yeah. like, get taken in by the kids. I have this wonderful last shot of the parents like getting out of, of the courthouse and, and trying to figure out which one of their kids is going to be taking them in now. <laughs> <laughs> These kids will all still hate them. I know. It's kind of, oh, no. What? Oh, no. I wonder if uh, there's some way I feel like this could work where, um, like, that's when those kids reveal that they really love bank robbing. <laughs> oh, right. Mm. And it's one from each family. And they're like, mom and dad, we got a confession. <laughs> and then somehow either like, they're like, we were planning on this job. No, no. Do you want to, they're, like... they're, they're driving out and they're like, Oh, we're going to stop by the bank on the way home or something like that. <laughs> but just like saying like, we were planning this job. You're welcome to join us if you want. And right. then like, or just something of like actually opening up to like what their actual interests mm. are rather than the parents like just doing stuff because well, they don't what have if, anything anymore. What if the um, heist fails and the parents are caught, but then as everyone's released and they've lost everything or whatever, that's when the two kids reveal that the heist only failed because they had already stolen whatever it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. I actually, I really like the idea Carson came up with, though, that, like, they succeed in the heist, and then they lose everything anyway. They lose everything. Fair enough. And then Fair it, enough. they're relying on the kids. Like, that seems so sweet. Like, yeah. it's a, and then they learn, you know, it can't just be... Okay, actually, I mean, to, to be fair, the way I see this ending actually playing out is, like, they're at the wedding, and things are going well, and then the French authorities come up and, and basically hand them this document... And they, they basically just reveal like, oh, we lost every, like every, all of this is gone. And so it just ends kind of like a, well, uh, in a Wes Anderson fashion, all the people would come in. There'd be a bunch of agents coming and taking yeah. stuff during the wedding. Right. I was, just, I was about to say, if like, it's, it's bonus hilarious if the family is all just pushed out of the wedding and the French no, I, government I officials it. are eating the buffet. I, I, <laughs> I, I see it. I see it as a Rushmore ending where they're like celebrating as these guys are taking things out. Like maybe, maybe they just push the wedding to the, the street and they're just like having their their celebration while like you just see these federal agents coming in and out of the the house and removing stuff or <laughs> or, or whatnot and they're and it just kind of ends on on that shot where it's like they've lost everything but at least for right now for, for the next like 10 minutes i feel like you need to see place. them after though like mm -hmm. that's the sad bit yeah you need because that's like a, that's like a it doesn't matter whether we won or not ending and that to me doesn't seem like I just I, I just okay that, that's that's fair I, I just I don't mm -hmm. like the the uh, extension of time like I, I feel like it should end the day of the heist or like the day after you know I, I don't it's, like this it's, there there are very few good bank robbery movies that have or any sort of robbery movies that have the robbery and linger for more than a few minutes after yeah Hmm. It's, so, it's so, so whether whether it's everything gets taken from their house and we just end on them standing in the street watching and like that's the end. Like I'm fine with that. That um, also doesn't feel very Wes Anderson hmm. to me. Hmm. 
Well, then let's mull on this while we, we discuss title Cause and Because I, I think the main thing is it, it really is less of like the quote-unquote bank robbery movie. Like, first and foremost, it's a dysfunctional Wes Anderson family movie, right? Yeah, I just, I, I hate when things get drawn out too long like I, I just i get that but we can say this isn't drawn out you know like okay so so what's your what's what's your pitch on it well that's what i was saying what it was before where like they do it and then they get all the stuff taken away from them it should only be like five minutes later i, I don't know it's, it's just you're, you're also you're establishing locations what? that have never been in the film before you know? well then you establish them earlier <laughs> a courthouse yeah mm. I feel like, I feel like I mean, there's a third option it's a we're small not thinking town. of. It is a small town. The courthouse could have been there pretty early in the game. It's just like them, because again, that's like, they're, it's figuring out what the theme is that you're going for, for the but, thing. But, it, and, but it's, it's, like, uh, it's like, you know, Moonrise Kingdom, you know, you have this whole climax where they're chasing after them in the storm. And after that, it's a montage to show what has happened and that's it. That's fine. Okay, so, so what if, okay, so here, here's, here's that. What, what if we end it where... It's the party, the French authorities come, they start taking everything away, we see them in the street, and then we just cut to a montage that shows where everyone's at in all Again, of I want to know what the theme we're going for is, because to me, again, it doesn't seem like the parents learned anything. Do you, I, I mean, I, I think the parents could end up with their, you know, with their kids or something, but I think it should be shown just in a montage where we see where all of these characters are at. Because I feel like Wes Anderson, like, Yes, his, his, he has a thematic draw throughout his films, but so much of it is about just following characters and the, the theme gets constructed out of that as opposed to yeah. building characters around a theme. Right, know? I get that. But saying that his movies don't, like, they have themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I'm we got to know what that, that is. And, like... but, but, but I'm just saying, like, the way I feel like he approaches these things and the way these naturally build is not by starting with a theme and creating it around it, but creating things and letting the theme get constructed from those elements. I disagree. I think okay. he probably has the theme. It's probably some, I mean, who knows? Right. But yeah, whether or not it's conscious or unconscious, I think he has something that he's trying to get across internally. Yeah. And that's how the theme comes across. Right. But since we're not Wes Anderson and don't have those feelings just naturally in us that we're trying to express, right. trying to, like, that's what I'm saying, like, figuring out what that theme is to get that emotional beat at the end, I think is the most important, because otherwise we're just like, like, I think it's cool or it feels cool, but it's not right. getting across I mean, what the whole I don't, film I, is. I don't, I don't know about like, you guys, but, but like, without, with the exception of, like, Life Aquatic, I've never really felt like I knew what his movies were going for by the end. Like, it always just felt like you just you felt something and you didn't you, you know you didn't you, it just gave you something to think about. That's, that's fine, but maybe that's just yeah. But you know you can watch anything and not think about themes. Like that's just how the world works, right? Right, like, right, right. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If the ending is too cleanly about a theme, that almost feels not Wes Anderson. I, yeah, don't worry about how we do it. Okay, I'm so, just so, saying, so what's so what's it's what's just like dysfunctional families. Yeah, and like all of them have some character who's um, like misunderstood. Well, it depends. It's like what we're trying to go for in the Royal Town of Bombs. You have a dad who's trying to get in the good graces of his family and doesn't know how to do that after pushing them away, essentially. Right. right. And I think but it's like, very similar. You know, we touched upon, sorry, I'm really, I'm interrupting, but you yeah, know, we yeah, touched yeah, upon yeah. it earlier when we were sort of joking about the idea that 
this is their seventh one last heist. Right. And, and, and they've never yeah. really been able to let go of this lifestyle and it's driven their families apart. I mean, I think we're, and, we're on the cusp of it. We just yeah, haven't and done it. That to me sounds like that seventh last time heist totally makes sense is like they have never been able to let go of this thing and has pushed all their families apart. And just having them at the wedding and then having the stuff taken out doesn't seem like they're over that at all. Like I, I can I'm gonna imagine go ahead them and going and doing another heist just because they're crazy. What if okay, I'm gonna so, go ahead so and if, say it and I'm gonna call I'm sorry, real quick, can I? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna last crusade this because <laughs> the the only thing that <laughs> gets it at this point they need to let go of the heist. I mean exactly. in all seriousness. That's that's what it is. So needs so so yeah. what if they succeed but they don't go through with it? What if they're there, they're on the cusp of it, but but doing so, you know, that this last thing that they can do would be the thing that drives the final wedge between them and their kids. Their and they family, not yeah. To do it. So it's got to be an emotional thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't want to interrupt that because I love that direction. I just want to throw this out there. What if as they're watching all of their stuff get taken out of their house, <laughs> they then start thinking, I wonder where all that's going to be stored. I don't know. I don't know if we need that anymore. Okay. Like after after this, I mean that's funny, but like I don't. <laughs> it could it could, it could like be the two after, kids like who have gone on these, with it though. Yeah, Phil. After Sorry. This, like after you said that, I think you you don't even need the like taking away because then it really is their. I mean, they could also have stuff taking away, which I just think is funny. It is. It is funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they don't go through with it, and then all their stuff is yep. taken away, and then they're like, "Well, crap." But yeah. then, like, I really like that, yeah, if they go through with it, it'll drive that final wedge between them and their their families. And finally choosing families over the heist. I don't know how that would happen, but that would be cool. But, I mean, yeah. I, th I think there's a lot of thematic matching there, too, because, I mean, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you guys, I, I, yeah. I, you know, you guys haven't gotten married yet. But let me tell you, getting married is the ultimate of how much do I want to give to my family versus just get this fucking thing done. Pardon the language. Um, you know, so I'll tell yep. you that right off the bat. And so I do think that there is something to, to the idea of kind of these mirror, you know, planning a heist and planning a wedding and balancing the importance yeah. of your family versus the importance of the event. Yes. Um, and ultimately making those choices. I think we've actually mirrored it without even realizing I think, I think, we're doing yes. it. Yes, and then they go to the wedding instead of doing the heist. So, so yeah, so yeah. I, I, have, I have a thought for that. So I think what should happen is that the family convinces them not to do that, like quote unquote, convinces them not to do the heist. But then on like the night before the wedding, the parents are like, we're going to do the heist. But when they do it, they then decide, okay, no, like, like they get there, they're about to do it. And they decide, no, we're, we're just going to get married. Um, and they go back, they have the wedding, the cops show up, start taking everything from them. Uh, and, and then, I, I mean, personally, I think it would be funny if, if we do, you know, we, we, we follow all of this or, you know, we do a montage of where everyone's at and then we, we cut to a shot of their stuff being loaded into like a storage container or, or like a, you know, police lockup. And then like we go from that to like a schematic of that facility and it's the, the, the husband and wife, you know, the, the father and mother, like, you know, kind of scoping it out and then, you know, it, it continues I, something to end it. Or see that? I the theme yeah I, I like the principle of it but i do think that having the parents doing it hits the theme but i do think we've already got two characters who got into the life regardless True. because they enjoy it the and i feel like we can have them doing it <laughs> 
you know, right. and, and that, that kind right. of makes it bittersweet. It's like, hey, the parents got out of it, but but their 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 influence never let go. And yeah. and and what if and what if the, the two kids who got into to heist, uh, it's a running joke is that they they haven't gotten a wedding present and they just don't know what to get. <laughs> That's sick. During this montage, it shows them planning to steal back all That's this perfect. stuff. That's perfect. I love that. Because I I also what you said, Phil, kind of stuck out to me about like the idea of planning a heist and planning a wedding being so similar oh yeah and i really like that like because i i feel like the family maybe could feel like they convinced the parents but i feel like the parents like like otherwise they're just going back and forth too much like Mm, no we won't do it and then we'll do it and then we're oh now's our real moment of realization right like i feel like they'd either just like lying about it or whatever Mm -hmm. but the idea of having like the wedding and the heist at the same time and like the wedding's a diversion mm-hmm. so they right. can feel the thing yeah and then they realize like no we want to be at the wedding with our families mm-hmm. like that's actually what's important and then leaving the heist to do that and i'm sure the kids are like like 40 to 1 they're not showing up <laughs> like, <laughs> like, odds of, like that they're actually at the heist yeah like, but that, that to me, like, so then the whole movie, there's bits of planning the wedding yes. and there's bits of yes. planning the heist. That, right. Yeah. And that going back and forth and which one's going to win at the end. You <laughs> I, know? Can just, I can just see it like, you know, an, uh, an egg timer goes off and it's like, okay. And they, they like switch the whiteboard. Wedding, and now it's wedding time is over. <laughs> and then an egg timer goes off and okay. And the and I have planes. These- can these kind of these, these great awkward moments where like, you know, you know, Owen Wilson is coming in with the blueprints to the bank. And they're like ushering him off because the florist is still in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and that could be like, like literally the wedding is their di- diversion. Like the whole town yeah. is invited or something. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's exactly it. They invited yep. the entire small town. I, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sweet. Aww. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, they're just doing it to trick everyone and their kids and their kids' families. Oh my God. It would be such so, a mess. So dysfunctional. That'd be great, though. And yeah. you can literally just cast everyone in every Wes Anderson movie ever. So many people. <laughs> okay, cool. So now we need... I, I, th- I think we got that. That's pretty good. Now we need the title and the poster. Title and poster. I mean, I feel like the poster's pretty straightforward. It's just all of them there. Yeah, if, if, if we're, we're, we're this deep in the Royal Tenenbaums world, yeah. I feel like okay. we don't do something similar to that. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the Royal Tenenbaums on crack with like <laughs> like three rows of people because <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so then, really, it seems like what we need to figure out is what their last names are. Wait, can can it be all of them standing in front of a bank, like just out front of a bank, just all standing there? Sure, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what, what is the, what is their names? What what are their names? Um, I kind of also like the idea of them standing in front of like their two respective houses, like, like uh, they're like if it's on a street and their houses are next to each other, and having them stand in the middle so we see like the sign saying like the whatevers and the whatevers. But I mean, I, 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 get, I like. I, I mean, that is, yeah. if they're standing in front of a bank and it's just like you have like a mother with a child and a couple of kids like pulling oh, on, yeah, yeah. I mean, but they're all like dressed in. I don't know if it's, if it's like heist garb or if it's just like they have sunglasses and like trench coats or something. And it's, or just yeah. like, like ski masks all in various states of, of yes, and, and you just, you look at them and yeah. you're like, 
this is a dysfunctional heist movie. Done. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Um, so then, yeah, we gotta figure out. I feel like we gotta figure out what their names are because Wurt, so much. Wurtmeister. <laughs> <laughs> right off, like you, you, you had that in the in the tank, just ready to go. <laughs> I hate that name, but it's not. Um, what about? So is like grass. Grass. I mean, it's an option. I'm that's, not saying it's fair. good. Six, Sixteen members of. The Grass Family. <laughs> that sounds horrible. No, no. Yeah. Uh, I feel like even like. Uh, I mean, are, are we are we cool with like sixteen? I'm trying something? to think. We got Royal Tenenbaums, Bottle Rocket, um, Moonrise Kingdom, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think there's a real like patterning to his titles I no mean, he just has like a name in it a bunch but also it, it would be funny to call it like the the stone grass family wedding or something oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, um like having it be like the family wedding or something or i just, I just yeah. feel like that doesn't lean it lead enough towards being a heist thing. Yeah. Oh, could, could the poster, you know, I, and, I, and I, maybe this is more like an art or criterion collection kind of poster, like, <laughs> like a, like a steel book, but it's, it's a wedding invitation, right? Like, I feel oh, like there's a, yeah. like an art poster that's different, you know? Except, except it's like, it's on top of a note that's like, you are invited to the robbing of this bank as well. And the wedding invitation is like <laughs> overshadowing it. And like, mm, yeah. <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> That's your collector's uh, edition Blu-ray package. That's, that's, yes, that's, yeah, yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> um, shoot, yeah, this this title. Um, uh, Marriage Story. <laughs> Perfect. How <laughs> <laughs> much? Wow. You can't, yeah, you can't. You but can't I feel like that. calling it, like, the family weekend or the something family weekend or, like, because it's a couple days when this wedding's going on or... Actually, it shouldn't be a couple of days because they're like, "Oh, we're planning it while it's happening." Right. I think that's pretty intense, but <laughs> right. But yeah, for some reason, all wedding planning in movies happens three days before the wedding, anyway. So for whatever reason, <laughs> so that's probably what's what's what's, what's, uh, what's what's this new film called? It's like the uh, the the French Dispatch. The French Dispatch. What if it is something like that? Like that feels, you know, cl- classy, but also. You know something a little distance. Uh, or... What if what if we what if we had some sort of like fantastical name? Because the French Dispatch is, I think it's, and, and I'm trying to remember, but it's like if that's the name of the paper they're working for, isn't it? Like it's I think so. Paper? Yeah. Yeah. So what? And, and like a lot of these are actually based on. What if they had a venue? What if it wasn't one of the houses that was their wedding venue? What if they had a venue? You could name it after that, right? Or the town. Yeah. Or the town. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, the okay. town. Something about the town of like. The, the great something robbery or something or what if it's like the bank of saint marie if the town of saint marie i don't know any french towns the great saint marie the, bank robbery. i almost the, feel the like great the saint marie bank robbery. bank robbery i like that because i think the moment you call it the bank of saint anything and it sounds like a french town i'm thinking it's a world war ii movie like that's instantly fair, that's fair. yeah the the wait the the great saint marie the great, bank robbery the, the great saint marie bank robbery that's pretty funny perfect yeah done the great, the great Saint Marie bank robbery, <laughs> and it would have a wedding invitation. Yes, 
Yes. All of them standing <laughs> in front of a bank would yes. actually be so good because you'd be like, there's a poster. It's a bunch yeah. of like families and kids yeah. and stuff in front of a bank. And you could even, you could even have like, one of the family members like sewing up the wedding dress over her shoulder as they're standing there. So you have like that wedding. Yeah. yeah. Just like, like the, sa- the, the safety pins in her mouth, you exactly. know, like really. Yes. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, or, or, they're, or they're even measuring the wife, like, while they're standing there. Yeah, 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 you have them standing at the front. Yeah, that would be so good. Um, okay, perfect. So, so we've got this. Um, we have, we've gone very long with this one, but I think that's... We really appreciate it. I think Thank this you, is good. Bro. Oh, this Phil, has been great. Would, would you like to, to yes. recap, do, do our plot synopsis here at the end? Um, oh, sure. I, I've got to make sure, correct me if I'm wrong here, because we've gone in a lot of directions. We most definitely have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we we have these these two bank robbing families of which the children mm-hmm. were mostly just reluctantly dragged along. Yep. Uh, you know, and that's our opening is a montage of them sometimes successfully, sometimes foiling each other's own bank robberies mm-hmm. uh, until mm-hmm. the, the 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 patriarch and the matriarch respectively retire to a to Saint Marie, the Saint Marie countryside, Saint an Marie idyllic yes. village. Yep. 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 And uh, and they both you know, go some time without seeing each other, despite, you know, living next to each other. I'm picturing these beautiful symmetrical shots of them getting newspapers at different times. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and till, until they, they, they meet and they decide that all these years, their, their rivalry has led to, to something resembling love. <laughs> and now they, they decide to get married, but they also decide that they're going to use the wedding as a ploy and a distraction to steal the, the priceless artifacts, which we never determine what the, the MacGuffin here is, but I think that's okay, yeah. uh, of, yeah. of Steve Zissou with, <laughs> with Bill Murray in a, in a shining guest role. Um, and so they, they recall their kids back for the wedding, ostensibly, and only when the kids arrive back do they realize that there is actually a bank robbery at play here. Um, <laughs> and we, we have all sorts of lovely rivalries between the kids, except for one pairing who actually have worked together on their own mm-hmm. bank robberies over the years. Yep. Uh, events transpire, events transpire, things start to fall apart. The, the parents decide to go ahead with the bank robbery, but ultimately, ultimately to bring the families together, they decide that their families are more important. They go ahead with the wedding. They get caught anyway. The police take all of their stuff. Um, and, and then we finally cut to a montage of them you know, finding a sort of peace with their families, nonetheless, as their their two probably the oldest kids who went into the profession plan to rob the French government and get their parents' things back in one last wonderful life, possibly with the help of the adopted ragamuffin, who I forgot to mention. Oh yes, the adopted um, ragamuffin who's a klepto. Yes, yes, I think he can fit through air vents, and I think that's perfect. So. <laughs> Oh, he definitely I has think I... the air vent system in their house. <laughs> <laughs> I think I covered it. Did I miss anything? That, no, that that seems like great. it to a T. This is this is perfect. This is the the great Saint, Saint Marie bank robbery. Mm-hmm. Wes Anderson's the great Saint Marie <laughs> bank robbery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> perfect. Wonderful. Well, uh, th- thank you for for hopping on. Thanks for uh, thank you for having me. Sticking around a, a little a little longer than than normal. Um, and and welcome to the brigade. <laughs> this has been great. I, I hope to do it again sometime. Awesome, definitely. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know. We'll keep you updated. And um, uh, do you have do, do you have anything you want to plug? I don't. Do you have a podcast? <laughs> I, I I don't have a podcast. Why would I? No, no. Yeah. No, now, now I don't know. I don't have anything to plug. I, should I make up something to plug? Sure. sure. 
Okay, <laughs> you know, I got nothing. Um, yeah, yeah. Your dog is great. My Apple Air. My dog is great. There we yes. go. I have a really great dog. Everybody, if you're in the area, yeah. come pet my Sherlock. dog. Sherlock. Sherlock. Yep. He's he solved the puzzle to my heart. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's uh, a tagline for it. On that, on that wonderful note, that's it yep. for this episode. <laughs> Thanks for hopping on. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. All. Thank you for checking out this Thank episode you so much. of Story Brigade. Story Brigade. We're, get, we're getting that pronunciation right. We're getting Story it Brigade. down. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having mm-hmm. you here. Yep. I hope you enjoyed this uh, fun story. Yep. And we, we'd like to thank Anchor. Uh, the Anchor Podcast. Anchor Podcast makes it so easy to make podcasts, and we really appreciate it. Uh, it we has hope you don't regret that they exist because <laughs> now we're making podcasts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks to Us them. and everyone We're else. now making them. Yes. Um, hopefully you can uh, check out the next episode of Story Brigade uh, whenever it comes out whenever it comes out <laughs> maybe weekly maybe bi-weekly yes who knows? And, and be sure to check listings at your local cinemas for the next yeah. incredible stay film. kind treat each other well and watch movies if that's your thing yeah if that's your thing if that's your thing